0: So where'd you learn Kung Fu? From father. Have you ever taught anybody? No. Would you? Depends. On what? Reason. What about to kick somebody's ass? Best fights are the ones we avoid. What if
1: I want to avoid getting my ass kicked?
0: Stop saying ass. focus, needs more focus.
2: 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, and 100% reason to remember the name. Only way to stop it is to face them. I will teach you.
1: Welcome to Sweep Delayed Podcast. This is your host with the most, Mike MacCasuna. How's everybody doing out there today? I'm doing great. It is awesome to be back. And as you can tell, I got the new microphone, and I love this thing. This thing is so sweet, and hopefully I sound a heck of a lot better than I have been sounding for the last, you know, what, 48, 49 episodes? So I'm excited. And uh, it's hard to believe I finally come to the point in my life where I swallow my own words, and I said, well, I, I always said I would never watch The Kung Fu Kid. You know, I've always protested this film, but... A lot of things have changed which I'll get into uh, a little bit during the review but I finally changed my mind and decided to not only watch The Kung Fu Kid but to review The Kung Fu Kid and uh, I'm really excited about uh, this episode and then also what's going to be going on next episode for the 50th episode. And what's going to be happening after that and the movies that will be coming your way. So uh, before we get into that, let's get into some movie and music news.
0: candle burns away, the ashes full of light. Sold to you. You cut me from behind. Nowhere.
1: Right, so this week in movie and music news uh, I just if you didn't know from the Facebook page I saw Journey 2 and uh, it, it was pretty good I had a real crappy crappy audience though you know I mean I knew it was going to be a family film and that was the thing I was really worried about is the fact of you know Dwayne Johnson had said that he's done with the, with the kids stuff and then you know after the tooth fairy it, you know went downhill and he's finally going back to action films so when I saw the Journey 2, I was really excited for it, but at the same time, I was like, oh god, are we going to get another Tooth Fairy, but uh, it was the perfect mix of uh, super fun, uh, definitely family film, and uh, it was really good, it definitely was no Tooth Fairy, but the thing is, is the there was a lot of kids in there, which, I mean, it's a family film, but we're talking like, you know, two-year-olds, three-year-olds, so a lot of crying, I had one girl next to me, that kept coughing non-stop it was so flippin' annoying uh, I just I, oh, it was funny at the end when they started to cheer that was pretty cool but all in all though it, it just sucked I hated having you know people next to me that were coughing and everything it was just so flippin' annoying I just I, oh, I, couldn't stand it all in all I really enjoyed the movie so go on over to the Facebook page to check out what I had said about that so now the Oscars happened this past week and you know, I don't really, I don't watch the Oscars too much. I usually check the next day to see the results, kind of thing. But uh, Jason and Danny over at Film and Focus are going to be doing major coverage on that. So hopefully that episode will be posted soon, and you can get your Oscar fix. And today was the release of the G.I. Joe Retaliation poster. Now it's not the official one; it's just kind of like a promo poster. It's got Dwayne Johnson on the front. Looks really cool. I posted it on the Facebook page. And uh, Mike Tyson is going to be returning in uh, the Hangover. It's going to be Hangover Three, of course. He is going to be in that film. That's something that I just read today. Now, here's something that's hilarious. Uh, Adam Sandler has snubbed 12 nominations for the Razzies. Now, if you don't know what the Razzies is, it's basically like the uh, the worst of you know worst movie, worst you know actor, blah 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 blah. Uh, it's a real funny category, and uh, the nominees for this year, which is pretty cool, we have Worst Film, Jack and Jill. We have uh, Bucky Larson, Transformers, uh, Twilight, Breaking Dawn, Part 1, New Year's Eve. Worst Actor, Adam Sandler, is in there. Uh, we have Nicolas Cage for Drive Angry, Season of the Witch, which I absolutely hated that film. That movie sucks. And of course, Adam Sandler is in there for Jack and Jill. And, uh, and it's really really funny so go ahead and check that list out. It's pretty awesome. I do like the Razzies. They're flipping hilarious but it's just kind of funny that Adam Sandler got nominated for 12 of those. And uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan he isn't sure whether or not he wants to be in or be out for Watchmen 2 which uh, I totally found Watchmen to be completely boring and uh, I just did not like that film whatsoever. You know, I I respected for trying to be as close to a comic book as it possibly could, but I was completely bored, and I just I had no I just did not like that film whatsoever. I think I shut it off after like 50 52 minutes. I just finally was like, ugh, I'm done with this film. So uh, that's pretty much what I have for uh, movie news. Now in music news. You know, for American Idol, you know, I told you guys I absolutely love American Idol, and then how this year I've been really disappointed. So, what me and the wife officially did was we deleted all of the Hollywood episodes, and I just went straight to the, you know, the top 24 episode. And, uh, you know, I can't say I'm, I'm super excited about who made it to the top 24. I think there's maybe two or three people that I actually like. Which is unfortunate because last year I had like 12, 13, or 14 people that I liked. Uh, But what's going to be cool is on March 15th, Chris Daughtry is going to return to American Idol to sing uh, my favorite song from his new album, Out of My Head. He's going to be performing that on American Idol because that is going to be his new single. So I am super excited about that. And then for returning idols, we're going to have Adam Lambert on there. And then uh, Lauren Elena is going to make an appearance. So that ought to be pretty cool. And uh, so yeah, that's American Idol. And other stuff in music news. Actually, one thing I I did want to say. uh, For the top of the American Idols, basically your number one is Kelly Clarkson. uh, Number two would be Carrie Underwood. And then number three is Chris Daughtry. That's taken into play all their album sales, all their track sales. Radio play, YouTube plays, all that kind of stuff, which is pretty cool. So, uh, other music news um, if you are into the uh, Latin Music Awards, uh, Pitbull and Don Omar are currently leading the finalists, and also Dancing with the Stars. Well, I guess I should get into that in the TV news, but you know, there's of course some musicians that are part of Dancing with the Stars, which just got revealed today. So as far as music news goes, there's not really a whole lot going on. Um, the big music news I have will be at the uh, at the end of the episode when I do the spotlight. But uh, that's what I got for music news. Let's go ahead and get into TV news.
0: You have too much TV. <sighs>
1: that's what my mother tells me. Alright, so TV news. Uh, now this is kind of cool for me. Um, I know this show is flipping gigantic, but surprisingly, the wife and me are finally into the Big Bang Theory. Uh, it's a pretty flipping cool show. I didn't realize how awesome it was. You know, I, My sister-in-law has had it on TV, and I've watched occasional episodes here and there, but I really got into it, the past, uh, especially the past week when I was off. And man, that show's flipping good, man. Real good stuff. You know, I've always liked Penny. You know, I've known, uh, you know, the girl who plays her is Kaylee is her first name, which is my daughter's name. Uh, you know, I've known her from, um, you know, Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter and then going from Charm. So I've always liked her. And then, of course, Jonathan uh, from Roseanne. You know, he's always good times. And Sheldon, I guess, I didn't realize how many awards this guy has won and beat out for various comedians because of how good he is on the show. And I guess the show just got renewed uh, pretty recently, for another three years, which is pretty awesome. So, uh, I am now a fan of the Big Bang Theory. I have officially been converted. So, pretty cool. Now, Bones uh, is actually coming back. Uh, they're moving to Mondays due to Fox wanting to change things around. I believe, uh, I'm not sure the exact day, uh, like the exact date, but it's going to be. Uh, I want to say May-ish is when Bones is supposed to come back, but they are moving to Monday. So that ought to be pretty interesting. They pretty much always had the Thursday time slot. Hey, Big Bang Theory, you know, it's Thursday, so that's pretty cool for me. Now, um, in other TV news, if you guys know the other show, kind of the competitor show of American Idol, which is The Voice, something pretty cool is um, if you guys... I'm not sure if you if you watch it, but there's this girl named Whitney Meyer that's currently on there. Now, here's what's really cool is uh, Jason, you know, our buddy Jason from, you know, all the podcasts, you know, Flakes, Film and Focus, yada, yada, yada. He actually filmed uh, a music video for her band, and uh, she lives kind of around where Jason does, which is pretty flippin' cool. Like, what a small world, right? So, uh, show her some, you know, show some support over there at The Voice. Uh, Whitney Myers, she's from Jason's part of town, which is pretty awesome. I just found that out today. So, yeah, uh, nothing too exciting. Oh, Being Human, I've been uh, catching up on that. Man, that is getting real good. I'm telling you, everybody's going to the dark side on that show. And we're only in Season 2, man. I'm loving Being Human this season. Um, Man, it's getting some... Oh, you know, I've never seen True Blood, but I've always heard that True Blood is essentially like uh, a porno flick with vampires, is kind of how I've been told. And uh, being human is kind of going that way, but being on the sci-fi network, there's only so far that they can go. And uh, now I understand what people mean on True Blood based on what I've been seeing in being human. But, uh, yeah, being human is pretty flippin' awesome. If you don't know what that is, it's a vampire, a werewolf, and a ghost living together in a house. It's originally a UK BBC show, but the uh, United States got it. And uh, it's pretty flipping sweet. And uh, I, I've been digging that. Being human pretty flipping awesome, man. So uh, that's what I got, guys, for TV news. Not a whole lot. I'll try to get some more TV news for you. Um, on the next episode. So let's go ahead and get into the review of the Karate Kid, a.k.a. the Kung Fu Kid. Dre, are you ready?
2: Uh, I feel like we're on a quest to start a new life.
1: Welcome to Beijing. Look at that, Dre. Beverly Hills. We always talk about living
0: there. Yeah, but I think we're talking about the other one, Mom. I just want to go home. This is home. The only way to stop them is to face them.
2: I will teach you. Nice. Take off
0: your jacket. Take it down. Put it on. You ready? Take it off. I already did Check it. Jacket
2: it off. Let's go.
0: Strike. Pick up your jacket. Focus. 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power will. Pleasure fifty percent pain and hundred percent reason to remember the name. It's like Star Wars. You're Yoda and I'm like a Jedi. Um that's nasty.
1: Alright, Kung Fu Kid, and you guys are going to have to forgive me, I'm going to call it the Kung Fu Kid the whole time because, you know, as you guys know, originally there was a debate whether to call it the Kung Fu Kid, but really they wanted the name recognition to let people know that this is the same story, but, uh, you know, really this film is... You know, it's the same story, but two different films. And I refer to this film as the Kung Fu Kid because there's no karate in this film. Everything is Kung Fu. Jackie Chan teaches Jaden Smith Kung Fu. And, uh, and you know, you're probably wondering what changed my mind since I was such a protest and how the Karate Kid, you know, is my all-time favorite movie. I've seen it hundreds and hundreds of times and I love and adore it still to this day. I watch it all the time. And uh, and I always protested to get this against this film. And you're probably like, what changed things? Well, a couple different things. One, John the Mailman, you know, had asked me to really reconsider it. You know, each of his emails, he would hint at it, so and so. But what really changed my mind was, uh, you know, the past couple of months um, listening to flicks, Jason has said this numerous times, which... It really didn't click in for me until just a couple of weeks ago and basically it's where he said that remakes don't take the original movie, burn the DVDs and they're gone forever. You are always going to have that and you know when I looked at it as the fact of okay it doesn't replace Ralph Machu, it doesn't replace Pat Morita and uh and I hear good things about it, so what would it hurt? I mean, I've seen every other remake. You know, Halloween is my all-time favorite horror film, and I and went to the theater to watch that, and I was completely disappointed. You know, most of the remakes I haven't enjoyed. I have really enjoyed Fright Night, and I have really enjoyed Friday the 13th. However, there's various ones that I, I just think suck. So I was like, you know what, might as well give it a chance. And, uh, you know, I had I had my opinions on the film. And I really wanted to see what Ralph Macchio thought of this because, you know, like me, he was really protesting the film. Um, you know, you can't recreate the magic. But, you know, he came around and uh, and he essentially... Said that uh, the the film was made well, and that uh, it's the same story but two different films. Which is how I feel about this film. This is the same story of the Karate Kid, but it's a completely different film. And uh, I'm and you're probably wondering, okay, so did I hate it? Did I despise it? Did I like it? What's the deal? Well, I'm going to flat out say that uh, that I like the movie, and um. There's things that worked very, very well and there's things that fell flat in my opinion. Uh, but I I did really enjoy the film uh, in a lot of ways. Um, I enjoyed it more than less is basically how I will put it. So let's get into the details of uh, what I liked, how much that I liked the film and uh, what I didn't like of the film. Now, I'm not going to do a plot summary because it's the same movie as The Karate Kid, which has various changes. There's no Daniel. There's no... Uh, Mr. Miyagi it's just uh, different character names there's no karate there's kung fu it takes place in China but it's the same story of basically uh, a bullied and I can't say teen because Jaden Smith whose name is Dre Parker he's a he's a kid in this film he's basically bullied and then um, Jackie Chan plays Mr. Han who is the maintenance man who teaches Dre kung fu Uh, but I want you to know something I watched this movie with an open mind. You know, I didn't go in thinking, okay, this movie's going to suck or or have any of these uh, bad expectations. I just went in with an open mind uh, so that way I can enjoy the film. Now... I have to compare this film to the original. I mean, there there are specific scenes and specific dialogue taken straight from the film that I have no choice but to talk about. And the question is, did it do good? Did it do as good as that or did it do better? um, Are some of the things that I'm going to talk about. And then the things that were completely made for this movie, You know, I would have to say the things that were made strictly for this movie... I flipping loved I thought was excellent but the things that were taken straight from the movie nine times out of ten fell flat Uh, not like you know it completely was a train wreck but I felt that it wasn't as powerful uh, as the original had done it so like on a scale of one to ten this movie did it a five and then the scenes where this film is its own thing it would do a ten as basically an example so the beginning of the film starts off with the you know measurements of Dre, you know going through the years, and right away I noticed it said Dre's dad had died, which they didn't go into Ralph Macchio, aka Daniel's son's dad, dying until part two. So that was pretty cool that they changed it up and immediately told you that Dre's dad was dead. Now um, I do like the scene where uh, the guy you know he starts to talk um, Chinese to him. And uh, and the guy's like, dude, I'm from Detroit. I thought that was pretty cool. But uh, immediately the music started to play. And I was like, okay, this definitely isn't the same feel as the original Karate Kid. I started playing some John John Mayer. And I am not a fan of John Mayer. Uh, that immediately I was like rolling my eyes. I'm like, oh, you know, I, I don't like him for various reasons. Number one, uh, I just I don't like his music. Uh, but the biggest thing is I just know how I've heard, um, and I've seen on television through various interviews and stuff like that, how much of a jerk he really is. So anytime I hear him, I just think of that. So immediately I'm just like, oh, you know, I did not want to hear this guy as the first part of music that I hear in this film. So immediately I was like, oh, that sucks, but you know, no big deal. I just let it go. You know, I'm like, okay, just a song. So as the credits are going, I see, uh, you know, producers are Will Smith, which I knew that. And then uh, Jada Pickett is also on there as well. Now, the story credit is by uh, Robert Mark Kamen, which is the original writer of the first Karate Kid movie. Uh, Now, I was first thinking, okay, when they mean story by Robert Mark Kamen, that just means that uh, it's the original story. And you know they just changed around. But then I was thinking about the other remakes I've seen. Like they would be like story, you know, story based on Wes Craven, you know, from you know Nightmare on Elm Street. It wasn't like story by. It's essentially. uh I guess what I'm trying to say is is that robert Mar came in, wrote this movie too. He wrote The karate Kid, and then he also wrote this film and changed things around. To make it for Kung Fu. Which is pretty cool. And I don't see anything telling me otherwise. uh, That it's not like they took his story. And then somebody else changed things around. To me it comes across that he actually wrote the story for this film. He used the same story he did the first time around. And he did it for this movie. So I don't know. I, I may need some clarification on that. But I couldn't find anything that said otherwise. That Robert Marr came in was the he's the one that came up with everything you know jacket on jacket off all that stuff so which kind of surprised me because i knew he has a, a karate background not a kung fu background so that i need to get some clarification on but anyway seeing that was pretty cool i was immediately excited like okay i got the same story written by him i'm i'm excited okay so uh the look now you know, when Daniel first shows up, uh, you know, when he first meets Mr. Miyagi, Mr. Miyagi does the half turn and gives him the dirty look. Uh, now, Jackie Chan, Mr. Han does the kind of the same look, but he's eating at this time instead of uh, trying to catch a fly with chopstick. So I thought the look was tr- trying to be like Mr. Miyagi. It, essentially, in the beginning of the film, I think... Um once Jackie Chan is not trying to be Mr. Miyagi and he's just taking the character of Mr. Han, I go 100% with it. It just seemed like the first like 20 minutes of uh, of Mr. Han to me felt like he was trying to be Mr. Miyagi when he in interviews would say I'm trying to make Mr. Han my own you know Mr. Han is my thing he's not Mr. Miyagi but you know that look I was kind of like okay trying to be like Mr. Miyagi but I get it Uh, I thought the fly thing was kind of funny how he pretended to catch the fly and then used the fly swatter that was pretty cool Um, you know it kind of changed things up a little bit from the original so so that worked for me the fact of they they changed it up so um the ping pong scene I thought it was pretty funny. And that's the one where, uh, you know, Jaden Dre is uh, playing against the uh, the old guy and uh, getting whooped on because he's such a good ping pong guy. I thought that was really cool. I really dug it. It was definitely different than the beach scene of when, um, you know, Daniel meets Allie. That was pretty cool. I liked that new addition scene. So when we're introduced to, you know, the main bad guys. Uh, Which essentially is, uh, oh boy, what's that, uh, the bully. Okay, so Chang. Man, this kid, he's flipping amazing at at kung fu, I got to say. So these kids, I mean, the kung fu in this film is unbelievable. I love the kung fu. Uh, I love how fast it is. I love, I mean, let's, let's be honest. The original Karate Kid is uh is not about karate. Karate is just a subplot. That movie is all about the relationship between, you know, uh, a sergeant father and a sergeant son and it's a it's the kind of relationship that everybody wants to have and uh and that's what that movie's all about is the relationship between Daniel and Mr. Miyagi and karate is just a subplot. Same thing here the the kung fu is flipping amazing. And, uh, of course, it's more updated. It looks better than the karate that was used in the Karate Kid. Uh, I don't deny that one bit that the fact of the Kung Fu is way better than the karate that was in Karate Kid. I mean, you'd have to be an idiot to say that the Karate Kid karate is better than the Kung Fu in this film. So, just throwing that out there. But, uh, when we're introduced, I like it when, uh, when Chang gets punched in the face and he does the I call it the rock flip up it's uh, basically when the rock is on the ground he always uses his hands to do like a front hand spring up uh, i always say that he is one of he's the one that's perfected that move uh, brandon lee is probably the the second best i've ever seen do that move uh, he did that in the crow during the uh during the scene where he's shooting up you know a couple hundred dudes but uh when chen does that i was like that looks cool kid you know a kid did that pretty well but uh, one thing happens after this scene when, uh, you know, he starts when they start to talk in Chinese, how there's sometimes where we get the subtitles of what they're saying. And there's other times where we don't. Uh, that's mostly when um, the the little girl, which uh, the little girl is um, what is her name? She is uh, Mei Ying. Yeah. Sorry guys, I don't know the characters by heart like I do the like the Karate Kid, but uh, you know, and she was really cool. But when she starts to yell at Chen, um, they don't show you what they're saying to each other, which uh, I found annoying. It's like either do the subtitles or don't do it. Don't do it partial time and don't do it. Go one way or the other. You know, I would really I like it when. Someone speaks another language and they don't give you subtitles and then someone else will translate it later. I like that. If you're going to do subtitles, I don't mind seeing subtitles. But just have it there all the time. Be consistent. That was one thing that really annoyed me is sometimes it would be there and sometimes it wouldn't be there. But, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Now, uh, Dre's mom is flipping amazing. I love this girl. Uh, She plays Sherry Parker. Um, I just I love her. The way she is with Drain, this film is so awesome. You know, just like he gets attitude and she's just like, what'd you say? Uh, that's what I thought. You know, I just love her, her attitude, uh, but her gentleness at the same time, how she can just flip it on a dime. Um, they, they worked really good together. Um, I definitely can't compare it to Daniel and his mom in the first one because it's totally different. You know, he's a teenager, and and Dre is twelve years old, so he definitely needs his mom in a more, um, in a different way than Daniel needs his mom. You know what I mean? Uh, so I definitely can't compare their relationship between one another because they're they're totally two different types of relationships, which is. What I like in this film is when things are different uh, and they're doing their own thing versus trying to copycat, uh, you know, the Karate Kid. So, uh, again, I really like her. Um, I really like their scenes together. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Now um, let's talk about the uh, the toothpaste. You know when uh, Mr. Han throws the toothpaste cap at Dre to get his attention. I thought that was great. That was definitely um, not a Mr. Miyagi type of scene. It was at at that point I was kind of like, okay, uh, Mr. Han is definitely uh, he's starting to come around to me as a character of like he's being different and I can go along with it. I thought it was funny but it was serious at the same time. Um, I laughed I, I laughed pretty loud when that happened when he when he did that and, and flipped him in the neck. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, now, I do like the uh, when you see all the kung Fu students that that scene is amazing when they do like the pullback scene and you see like all the all the guys in red. man that, that looks so flipping awesome. I really like just how it was shot. it looked beautiful. Um, seeing everybody in unison like that was so good and then of course then um then dre goes to see the guys uh and then in their black and which is essentially the the cobra kai scene from the original um which worked it, it was essentially like a copycat but uh it, it was a scene that definitely there's no words in there but the way the way it was filmed uh was definitely a mirror image of that scene in the first film, uh, you know, in the original, uh, didn't have a problem with that. When I had a problem is the, the blow up scene to his mom saying, I hate it here. Now, Daniel definitely does that better. You know, he throws the bike in uh, in the garbage can, and then uh, he starts to go off on his mom and says, it may be great for you but it sucks for me. I hate it here. I just want to go home. I just want to go home. And then he hits Mr. Miyagi's house, and she's like, I cannot help you until you tell me what's wrong. I got to take karate. That's it. You took karate. No, not at the Y. Good school. You know, and then that's when they go into it's You're not even fair. You didn't even ask me. Versus Dre is just like, I hate it here. Um, the way he blows up is just kind of – I don't know, it looked like he was trying too hard. I mean, there's definitely a lot of Will Smith that I see in Dre, which is pretty awesome. But, you know, like, Ralph Macchio had a rawness to his character. And Dre, it just, I don't, I don't want to say he over, he overperformed it. But it just wasn't as, um, it wasn't as great. You know, just this blowing up scene. I mean, number one, he can't swear because he's 12 years old. And of course, Daniel doesn't swear in that scene. But uh, that was the one scene where I'm like, okay, you're trying to copycat that scene. Of course, Dre has nothing to throw away. But just by I hate it here, you know. And uh, she's saying we're you know we're stuck here. It just didn't have the same effect. It wasn't as dramatic as it was in the first one. But Dre was just a little more whiny, of course. I mean, he's 12, but it just—it was more a whinier scene than being an angry scene. So that's why it really didn't work for me. But uh, I like the change that was made, and uh, you know, in the original, Daniel is in the high school, and Johnny's doing a joint, and Daniel puts the water on him, and then he takes off, uh, and then that's when they pound him. I like in this one when. Um, dre is kind of sneaking up on him and he's behind a car and then he takes it kind of looks like tar but it's just like real dirty water and he throws it on the guys and then they chase after him i love the way it looks the way the shot is uh with all the guys chasing after him and uh that was different you know daniel just jumped over you know he had to move around some cars and then he had to jump over a gate but uh dre had to go through all these different places that looked really cool i like how they changed that scene i thought that worked very well Good stuff, and then of course, uh, one of the best scenes of the whole entire film happens after this exact moment, is where we get to see Mr. Han, which you think from the trailer he's going to kick the kids' his rear end. But essentially what he does is uh, he does what Jackie Chan does. And uh, he uses the other guys against themselves. Which this scene was flipping awesome. I mean he kicks the living crap out of them. Uh, I love it when he flips the one kid over his back and he lands in a garbage can. I thought that was priceless. That whole scene was amazing. Then of course at the end of it he's just walking away out of breath. Real good stuff. Kind of like saying I'm getting too old to do this kind of stuff. I really like that scene. I mean obviously in the original Mr. Miyagi... Just took out like four guys in a matter of like, you know, a couple seconds. But this one spent a lot of time because it's the only fight scene that you get really with Jackie Chan. So they really wanted to give you the Jackie Chan that you're used to seeing. But then for the rest of the film, you're just going to have the the dramatic uh, version of Jackie Chan, which we never got before. Which is why a lot of people wanted to see this film was to see a dramatic version of Jackie Chan, which he did very, very well. And uh, they do change it instead of, uh, you know, no mercy. They have uh, no weakness, no pain, no mercy. You know, instead of strike first, strike hard, no mercy, sir. They change it around to no weakness, no pain, no mercy. Um, But that fight was so flippin' awesome. And uh, I love the fire. The fire scene is awesome. You know, when he uses that fire to kind of heal Dre. Because, you know, in the original, Mr. Miyagi just kind of uses some, you know, tea and, and some, you know, kind of his, his medicine. But this is the Chinese medicine, which was really cool. Now, uh, Daniel definitely does that scene better where he convinces Mr. Miyagi to go with him to talk to, you know, Kreese and and the Cobra Kai this one it doesn't go as well where he's just like okay whatever and then and then Dr- and then Mr. Han's like okay I'll go with you you know it, it just didn't have the same uh convincing as it did in the original so that scene was kind of weak you know I like the fire scene that was its own thing that was pretty awesome uh but the convincing of Mr. Han to go talk to the sensei didn't work for me it was kind of weak uh, so that, that kind of fell flat a little bit for me, but, uh, I do like the scene though with the confrontation because it almost to me, when Mr. Han went to go talk to the sensei, uh, it's like they had history together, just the way that they looked at each other and, and interacted, which I found kind of mysterious and was pretty, and I thought it was pretty cool. I was like, okay, they're going to put a new twist on this. You know, they put a twist on it when he's like, basically no one's leaving my, uh, my, you know, no one's leaving my my dojo that's the word i'm looking for and uh you know unless someone fights versus you know Kreese never did that on the original and then of course mr han sees the um you know the kung fu championship and then uh says that we'll we'll do our fighting there one thing i didn't get is when uh mr han grabs dre by his hand when the other when the sensei is grabbing mr han's hand i was like i don't get why he's doing that Uh, that kind of confused me a little bit but overall I like the scene Um, it was pretty cool Uh, the guy definitely is not as intimidating as Kreese was though just putting that out there all right so after Han and uh, Dre leave and uh, I love it when Han says I got some good news for you and I got some bad news for you Uh, and then of course he tells them what's going on I thought that was real funny it was a good um You know, It was definitely a Mr. Miyagi moment but uh, Jackie Chan did it in his own way and it was subtle but I really liked it. I thought it was funny and then of course how Jane and and Dre reacts to it. But the best part is when of course he goes off to start training and his mom's like, where are you going? And he tells him he's going to learn Kung Fu and she's like from Mr. Han. He goes, yeah mom, it's China. Everybody knows Kung Fu. I thought it was real funny. Now, I love it when they play Chinese music in this movie, you know, kind of like in Blade when you have um, a bunch of Japanese girls and they were rapping with uh, techno music. But in this movie, it has like, you know, people are, are singing in Chinese uh, real good. I really dug it. it. It was definitely its own kind of music. Uh, you know, I love the Bill Conti original film score you know it's my favorite uh, score of all time he used a bunch of uh, flutes and everything like that but for this film uh, I definitely like the, you know, it's definitely got a China effect to it. And uh, I really dug the music. Now, of course, it was funny uh, in the scene, you know, with the Lady Gaga dancing scene was kind of funny. Uh, but I really like it when they were using their own kind of music instead of the kind of the pop stuff. So all in all, I really like it when that kind of music came on the movie. Now, um, I like, I don't like the fact of they start the training off with no rules. You know, like in the original, Mr. Miyagi's like, you know, uh, I train. You learn. I trained. No questions asked. But in this one, there isn't that established rule. So immediately Dre is frustrated with the jacket on, jacket off. So not having the rule, I was kind of surprised on. But you know, uh, I do like the scene, of course, when uh, Dre's mom shows up and. Wants to uh, take Mr. Han out and tells Dre to pick up his jacket. I thought that was hilarious because she was just being the, the cool mom that she is. Now, the kiss scene. I've heard a lot of people have issues with this scene. For me, I didn't have a problem with it. You know, it was kind of like your your first love, kind of a, just a cute kiss. It's kind of how I like it. Because, of course, you couldn't have the Daniel and Ali, uh, you know, golf and stuff scene where they're alone. You know, they're 12 years old, so they have to be a, com, a com- you know, yeah. They gotta have a parent with them, okay? Because I can't say the big word because I'm dumb today. But uh, overall, I like the kiss. I thought it worked well in the scene. It was totally different than the original. Um, I thought that was really good stuff. Um, I do like the um, when Dre says, he, "He, you know, he hides the jacket and he goes in to see Mr. Han. And uh, Mr. Han's like, Did I tell you, you could come in? And then Dre walks out and he's like, can I come in? And he goes, yeah. It was real funny. It definitely was uh, because Mr. Miyagi was definitely jokey in the first one. And Mr. Han really hasn't been jokey at all uh, in this film. It was just a real subtle, uh, funny thing. And, of course, he's working on his car, which will come in later into the film. So the big reveal. You know the the famous Karate Kid reveal where Daniel has been, uh, you know, doing all these things for Mr. Miyagi, and then he finds out how he learned karate. Now, the big difference is, you know, in the first one, Daniel, being older, could yell, get mad, and swear, at Mr. Miyagi. You know, when he's like, you know, for four days I've been busting my ass in every GD thing. He goes, yeah, you learned plenty. Sure, I learned plenty. I learned how to paint your house, paint your car. You know, I'm, you know, I've learned plenty. He goes, uh, and then Daniel just says, I'm OBS. Oh, I'm going. Home man, you know, versus you know, Dre couldn't do that in this film. So, the scene where he gets mad and frustrated to the point where um, now Mr. Han has to show him what he's learned. Didn't work as well as it did in the original because of the fact he's 12 years old and he couldn't start going off on Mr. Han because then you then you wouldn't really like Dre at that point. So that didn't work as well as it did in the original. But when we do get the actual uh, what the jacket on jacket off did, I liked it. I thought it was cool. It's definitely a change from the original. And the thing I like the best is because we spent so much time on the jacket on jacket off, which I felt could have easily been cut by like five minutes. Uh, I like the fact of we don't continue to do other stuff. He just gets full blown training going, bunch of montages. You know, montages is, is the is the key to all training movies. So I like that. I thought that was really cool how they handled that. It worked well for me when that happened. Now the China stuff is when it really picks up for me, where I really start to dig this movie because it's totally not in the you know original. We have uh, the the scenery, the cinematography is it just looks beautiful. Going up the stairs, the cobra scene with the lady trying to put in the cobra in the trance was flipping awesome. The water scene, you know, talking about the reflection, just all the training, uh, the golf balls being thrown at him, the punching bag through the uh, through the sheet. All that stuff was awesome. I flipping loved it. I thought it was great. It worked very well for me. Um, It was so good. I especially love when he's like, Your focus needs more focus. You know, really good stuff. Um, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And when Dre gets punched and he's like, damn it, Mr. Han, I felt that one. It was like, okay, uh, you know, he got away with ass before, but now he's saying, damn it. And it's just like, you know, 12-year-old saying that, uh, you know, it's not bad, but it was like, okay, he's trying to push the bounds of of Daniel at that point. But it was funny. I liked it. It worked for me. So – This movie easily could have been cut by like 20 to 30 minutes. I mean, this movie is actually 20 minutes longer than the original. Now, in the original Karate Kid, they wanted to get rid of the drunk scene. You know, the one where Mr. Miyagi uh, explains what happened to his family. Uh, They felt that that was slowing the film down. They wanted to cut that, which actually is the reason why Pat Morita got an Oscar nomination was because of that scene. So I easily felt that, like the violin stuff, you know, going to, uh, to see her play. I just felt all that could have been cut or at least trimmed down by like 10 minutes. Um, it just, I just movie felt way too long. And, uh, it's really weird that a remake is actually longer than the original. Uh, but, you know, they got to establish the fact of how their friendship became very strong, but how it broke. Uh, because I do like how he uh, you, he tries to talk to the father to say how she's such a great friend and how, you know, uh, he's sorry. That was really cool. So I get why the fact that we had to have the violin scene for the parents not to like Dre. I just wish it was a little bit shorter because of the fact of this film is actually longer than the original. Okay, now when we get towards the end, um, I love the scene, of course, when Daniel tells Mr. Miyagi, you're the best friend I ever had, and he goes, you're pretty okay too. I did feel that this scene actually worked a little bit better than in the original because, you know, when Dre says, you're the best friend I ever had, and he hugs him, uh, and then Mr. Han hugs him, I thought that was really emotional scene. It was good. Now, of course, prior to that was the, they changed things up when uh, Mr. Han is destroying the car and you find out the reason behind uh, what happened to his family. Um, I thought this scene was really good. Jackie Chan did a very awesome job uh, in being very emotional in this scene. The only thing that didn't work for me, and I'm not sure how I really would have wanted it to, how I would have wanted it to change, was just, I thought Dre did a great job, you know, sitting there and crying. It was just the fact of putting the, uh, the you know, the rope on his hands to use the uh, the bars to do Kung Fu. It's like the transition didn't work for me when he's just being so, you know, just crying. And, and Dre, I guess Dre didn't know what to do, but just to try to tell him that it's okay, let's do Kung Fu and let's focus because life is Kung Fu. I, I'm not sure how else I would have wanted this scene. It's just, I thought it was a little bit... It just didn't flow that great for me versus the way it flowed in the first one when, you know, he he puts Mr. Miyagi uh, to bed and then he he realizes uh, everything that happened and then he bows to him. You know, it's the boy becoming a man, so to speak. But all in all, you know, Dre's 12, they had to change it up a little bit, but I thought it was a good scene for the most part. And then of course we get the ending. Now of course we don't get the good old "You're the best around." We don't get no. uh, We get a musical montage, but the songs aren't as awesome as "You're the best." Of course they couldn't use that from the original. Um, The tournament stuff was really good. The kung fu was flipping awesome, Uh, and I was really. I couldn't wait to hear him, the sensei say "sweep the leg" uh, in in Chinese, but instead. instead he says break the leg i was like holy crap he said break the leg instead so they definitely raised the stakes up i thought it was really good um and then of course it didn't work when mr han is talking to dre uh and dre's like do you think i could have won of course it worked better in the original when he's talking about i don't have balance that way not with them not with ali not with me and he's just kind of like crying to mr han to like why won't you help me you know instead of like I don't know he seemed too whiny in that scene versus having like disappointment almost but all in all um I it flowed as good as it possibly could uh because that scene is just so amazing in the first one you really couldn't top that scene but all in all Really cool. Uh, of course, we get the ending where you know his leg is broken, and uh, I like how they tease the crane kick throughout the training, but he doesn't actually use it. But how was that kick humanly possible when he was able to flip up in the air like that on just one leg? Didn't you kind of need two legs to kind of do that move? I don't know. I was a little bit confused by that. But, you know, it definitely is got to be an epic ending. And uh, now in the original, uh, Johnny starts to realize how bad Crease is when he says sweep the leg. He just kind of starts to question like, okay, this guy is definitely a bad dude. And the thing Mr. Miyagi says to Daniel is that, you know, make good fight. He goes, win, lose, no matter. You make a good fight, earn respect. And that's exactly what happened at the end of Karate Kid. uh, When Daniel beat Johnny, Uh, Johnny got respect for him because of the fact of uh, how he beat the crap out of him the whole movie. And how Daniel at the end came out and beat him. He had respect for him, so he gives him the trophy. So, in this one, it's the same thing. Uh, you know, Chen grabs the trophy and, and gives it to, uh, to Dre. But what they change, which I really, really like, is how um, all the kids just uh, bow to Mr. Han because they realize how dishonoring their sensei is and how honorable Mr. Han is. Thought it was awesome. I really like that change. So, all in all, guys. I would have to say for the Kung Fu Kid, the things I really, really liked I loved I really liked. And the things that I didn't like weren't really that I didn't like it. It's just I felt didn't do as great as the Karate Kid. I mean you guys know Karate Kid is my all time favorite film. I definitely think it's a perfect film. Even though I know all the flaws of the film. Mr. Miyagi flipping, flips, him, flips Daniel on one shoulder. And then the next scene he's on the other. I know where the fog machine is. I know that there's a bandaid on Daniel's face during one scene. And then the next scene it's not there. I mean it, it has some flaws. But. To me, it's a perfect film. This film, uh, I definitely treat it just like Ralph Macchio said, where it's the same story, but it's two different films. So I would definitely have to rate this film a three and a half stars, just because the scenes that I really, really liked were so flipping good. Um, And then the scenes that I didn't like, they didn't suck, but they they were, like, on a scale of one to ten, they were a five, because they were trying to basically be just like. Uh, you know the original Karate Kid but all in all when it was its own thing that's when the film really stepped it up so I give it a very very strong three and a half stars Uh, I would say if I watch it a couple more times I may raise it to a four but I definitely say strong three and a half for this film so that's what I got guys on the Kung Fu Kids so let's hear what the STL Nation had to say Right guys, and here is what the STL Nation had to say. Our first email comes from Anthony, the epic emailer, and he says, Hey there, Masuna. Sadly, I can't really give my thoughts about the movie since I've never seen, but uh, might give it a shot if I'm able to. It won't make any promises, though. However, since I've been deemed the epic emailer, I can't email this. I cannot end this email so quickly so i'll get into something you asked in a previous episode you asked us to send you on what we watch and give our thoughts on shows that we see and or have interest in here are mine smallville don't care that the series ended it's still one of my favorite shows which you know andrew obviously you know loves the show we did a three-hour retrospective uh, on smallville so i definitely dig this show supernatural it's in the league of smallville hope they get an eighth season and wouldn't mind it being the last now supernatural is my favorite show on tv i mean night rider is my all-time favorite tv show uh, supernatural would be my favorite uh, and then followed by that would be like revenge pretty little liars burn notice um and then so on and so forth uh he said leverage tagline helps explain the show sometimes the bad guys are the best good guys chuck Sadly, ended earlier this year, but had a nice send-off. Now there's nothing on NBC I care to watch, which I haven't seen Leverage or Chuck. Uh, anime shows. Both dubbed with English voices and subtitle more appealing than most of the cartoons that are made in the States. Uh, wrestling shows, uh, which is pretty cool, sir. Uh, hopefully you saw Raw uh, last night and saw how pissed off The Rock was, man. Oh, I'll get into that in just a little bit here. Uh, but, uh, I man, good stuff. Uh, Most of the shows on USA Network, both current and ended slash canceled, White Collar, uh, Burn Notice, Love, Burn Notice, Psyched, Royal Pains, Monk, and uh, 4400, Uh, Doctor Who, both the current and classic versions, Sherlock, Love How They Basically Play Sherlock Holmes in Modern Day, Walking Dead has a hiccup here and there, but I enjoy the show. Likely helped that I didn't know anything that has happened in the comic. Attack of the show, the show on G4 that gives the latest news, videos, and etc. And Dexter never gave the show a shot since it was on a channel that I never uh, had. But when I was able to see the pilot episode online, I was immediately hooked. Got most of the seasons cheap and was able to see the sixth season online shortly after it aired. Uh, Does not mean I torrented them. Uh, so Dexter, I haven't seen, but I've heard good things. Attack Attackless show, I do watch that. Walking Dead, I've seen the first season. Sherlock, I've heard good things, but I've never checked out. And Doctor Who, I've never checked out either. All the USA stuff, I know those shows, but Notice is the only one that I actually watch, but I have nothing against all those other shows. And he said, there you go. Keep in mind that this isn't the only shows I watch, but the ones that I didn't include because they're either not worth mentioning and or the show is old and ended a long time ago. Now, before ending the email, I wanted to give suggestions for future STL episodes. And here are my suggestions. Movie series, Police Academy. Wouldn't mind you just do an entire retrospective of the series since the movies got crappier as they went on. I do like that idea, sir. You know, for me, Police Academy Three is my favorite. Citizens on Patrol. I love it when he goes yama 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 yama. Flippin' hilarious. I think David Spade's in that film. Uh, but you're right. I probably could do one whole episode on the entire series. So, uh, Terminator. Like each of the movies for one or the other. Which definitely I'm gonna do a Terminator series. Uh, you know, one movie episode. Uh, one shot movies. Renaissance Man. Good Morning Vietnam. School Ties. Bicentennial Man. Uh, I love School Ties. Excellent film. Bicentennial Man was really good. Good Morning Vietnam I haven't seen in like 15 years. And then Renaissance Man I've never seen. So I can definitely add those to the list. Guilty Pleasure movies. Shaquille O'Neal, Steel, which I've never seen, but I heard good things. Polly Shore's Biodome, In the Army Now, and Son of Law. I love all of Pauly Shore's movies. My favorite would probably be Encino Man, though. That's my favorite. Uh, I can always do the line from Encino Man. I love it when he goes... uh if I'm if I'm wheezing off your grind, just chill because if I had the whole Brady Bunch thing happen in my pad, I go grind over there. So don't snatch my car so hardcore across there. I think that's how it goes. It's it's something like that, but that's the one line that I always remember that always cracks me up. He said that's pretty much it for my email. If you are able to do a live show, I'll try to be there. When it's on, but can't promise anything, until next time, see ya. Okay, since Anthony brought that up, let me get into that for just a little bit here. Okay, 50th episode, here is what's going on. So, I was thinking about doing a live show, but uh, I've never done a live show before. Uh, You know, I got a new mic, so uh, I probably got to get through a couple episodes just to make sure I got this puppy down, Uh, but... Live show, you know, 50 episode, it's obviously not the 100th, but a 50th episode is pretty good. You know, it's it's a pretty good accomplishment. So I was like, uh, I, I was going to go live. Uh, and then I was asking, what movie should we do? A movie that anybody's seen. So we were like, Ghostbusters, we we're like, Ghostbusters should have its own episode. So I was like, okay, how about Dumb and Dumber? So then this crazy thing happened. Um, here's what's going to happen on the next episode. And uh, hopefully you guys are going to dig this. All right. The next episode, um, Ty is coming on, which if you don't know who Ty is, where you've been, you live in under a rock. But uh, Ty is going to come on and we are going to talk something that's never been talked about before on STL. And uh, that's Wrestlemania. Uh, we're going to do a whole entire Wrestlemania retrospective. Because here's the thing. Me and Ty love the wrestling of the old days. But we don't watch wrestling anymore. You know, he loves Stone Cold. You know, I love Stone Cold. Uh, I love Hulk Hogan. Uh, but you know you know me, The Rock. I, I am a diehard Rock fan. I only watch wrestling when The Rock's on. Uh, it's not entertaining. It sucks for me. Uh, and of course, when The Rock's on, he's only on for like 20 or 30 minutes. But uh, that's basically what we're going to do. We're going to be covering all of WrestleMania from the 80s and 90s and then uh, talk about the new one that's coming up uh, with The Rock versus John Cena and how hardcore it's getting. I mean, wrestling is fake, but I'll tell you one thing. Uh, This fight between these two guys, uh, you know, I read today, uh, JR, he's one of the uh, administrators of wrestling. He said that last night they actually went way over bounds to what they were supposed to talk about, and they were actually going off on each other on live TV, saying stuff that they weren't supposed to talk about. And uh, they, I swear to God, I think Dwayne Johnson is really gonna kick John Cena's ass for real. I whether wrestling's fake or not, I think this fight's for real. So I, I can't wait to talk about that and just pretty much talk about why we used to watch wrestling and why we don't watch it anymore and why it kind of sucks. But the time we did watch it, why it was so good and so much fun. So it's pretty much going to be uh, a tribute to uh, just our fun WrestleMania. So if you have any awesome WrestleMania moments, any matches that you love, any wrestling whatsoever, uh, go ahead and email it in. And then uh, after that's over, I'm going to do a tribute to you guys for the past uh, you know 50 episodes. So what I'm going to do is tomorrow on the Facebook page, I'm going to put a vote up for all of the um, best – uh, you know, I'm going to list all the Spotlight songs that have happened in the past episodes, and I want you to vote and let me know which one you have liked the best. You can vote on any one you want as many times as you want. I just kind of want to get a feel of what was the, what was the most popular song, uh, and then I'm going to take, like, the top two or three and just put it in, like, a segment uh, of, like, the best moments of STL. You know, the funniest moments, the... The, the real good stuff, the stuff that I really like. And then uh, if you can think of anything that you really, really like uh, that happened the past 50 episodes, you can go ahead and email that in. And uh, I'll definitely add it to the little segment. So it's going to kind of be uh, after the talk with me and Ty. Uh, that's going to be like maybe like a 10-minute thing uh, that I'm going to put together. So uh, that we're going to be recording uh, next Tuesday. Volgo as well. So make sure you get your emails in for anything WrestleMania. And then here's what's going to be happening after that. And this is the reason why uh, I'm doing it after the 50th episode. Because we were thinking about doing uh, a live show with uh, with Tyon and talking Star Wars. Uh, but I said, Star Wars is too good of a series to do in one episode. And what movie were we going to do? Because Return of the Jedi is my favorite. And his is Empire Strikes Back. So we were fighting like, okay, what movie's better? So finally I just said, well, let's do this. Let's do the WrestleMania for the 50th episode. And then uh, for the after that, we'll start the Star Wars series. So Ty will essentially, he's been invited to join me on any one of those. Because I do know he likes, I think, number three. Of the, uh, ...of the prequels, which is my favorite, Revenge of the Sith. So, Ty could possibly be joining me for every single Star Wars. So, I'm starting with Episode 1, going through Return of the Jedi. I'm not doing the Clone Wars. I don't care anything about the cartoons or anything like that. I'm just doing the Star Wars movies. Star Wars Episode 1 through Episode 6, Return of the Jedi and, and that's going to be episode 51 through 57. So uh, I'm excited for that. And hopefully Ty will be on for all those episodes. Uh, and it's going to be a good time. And Andrew, uh, things are starting to kind of chill out a little bit. So he's hopefully going to be coming on for some of the Star Wars ones. But he has no idea when. So uh, So yeah, that's what's going to be happening. With uh, with episode fifty and uh, and the remaining is going to be the Star Wars series and I know Char uh, you know Cheerful Charlie is going to be super happy about that because uh, he's been asking me when am I getting the Star Wars films and I said whenever uh, we vote on it and stuff but it was just something that kind of came kind of came together so that's what's going on with that so let's see who else we have emails from here. All right, so we have Sebastian the Comedian, and he says, TV show request. He said, Hi there, Sweep Delay Podcast. I heard on your last episode that you are interested in us telling you uh, what to include in the TV section, which this is true. Uh, he said, I vote for Hawaii 5 Glee, Justify, Persons of Interest, Fringe, and Once Upon a Time, which I like these suggestions, sir. Um, I definitely um – You know, I know Glee's pretty big. Uh, Persons of interest. uh, You know, I love Jim Caviezel. Um, Hawaii Five-O, I haven't seen, but I can definitely um, talk about these on the uh, on the next segment that I do. So, uh, thank you for your suggestions on that, sir. So the uh, next email comes from John the Mailman, and part of the reason why I did this episode, he said, "Hey, Mike, and maybe Andrew," he said, "I planted this seed and let it grow into a movie review of the Karate Kid remake." When I first got word of this remake, I thought, should be fun, and Will Smith, my boy, was behind it. I'm in. The original was very good, and part two was even better. All right, so let me stop you there, Mr. Mailman. Okay, so number one is superior. It's five stars, okay? Part two, part two is just as good as part one, but for me, part two is not better than part one, but hey. It's cool. I just have to give you a hard time. Um, part 2 is so good. I mean, I had posted a picture of Daniel breaking the ice in Part 2. And I was just like, if you don't love this scene, we can't be friends anymore. And, man, did I get a good response on Facebook because that's one of the greatest scenes. I just love that scene. Part 2 has so many great stuff going for it. and uh, But I would definitely say that the new the new Kung Fu Kid I probably would put in the Karate Kid series order, I'd probably go 1, 2... Um, Kung Fu Kid, Karate Kid 3, and then the next Karate Kid. That's probably how I would go with my series of watching if I was doing a Karate Kid series day. So, uh, he goes um, now, uh, I give the original a strong 4, maybe 4.5 and and, uh, the remake oh wait, sorry, let me back up a little bit here. Um, the original was very good and part 2 even better I thought the story is timeless so I didn't mind them remaking it for the kids of today and updating the fights didn't hurt it I gave the original a strong 4 maybe 4.5 and and the remake a 4 I thought it was too long didn't have enough different training techniques which I agree with you 100% there Uh, and he said they should have cut some of the love stuff and did more hidden training stuff like part 1 I did enjoy the fights more and thought it did a good job telling the story Jackie Chan is one of my top favorite actors and thought he did very well. I had no problem with him fighting the kids. I didn't mind them calling it the Karate Kid, but used Kung Fu. All the call outs to part one were also fun, which, yeah, they did some really cool call outs, like uh, wax on, wax off, without actually saying it It was pretty cool. Um, And uh, I don't want you to love it, just didn't want you to hate it. Uh, Have a great show, and thank you as always. John the Mailman considers email delivered. Well,. You got my reviews, sir. As you can tell, I definitely don't hate the film. So, And the last email comes from John the Music Man. He says, Hello, sirs. The Kung Fu Kid. Well, first, let me not compare it with the first Karate Kid. This was just an okay movie. I did enjoy it, but not one that I would probably rewatch. Now, I am a big Jackie Chan fan. He is what drew me to this movie, and I like his parts. I did enjoy how the tournament felt like a real kick-butt place. What I didn't like was the snake thing at the end. I mean, what was that? Okay, let's talk about that for a second. Um, All right, it was kind of weird. I mean, there's this running gag when he's trying to learn uh, how to, you know, control somebody. You know, kind of get the reflection in the eyes. So, it was kind of funny that uh, he used the cobra at the end. It was almost like Chen was under, um, you know, his spell almost. Um, So, I can see... Why you hated that part. For me it didn't bother me. I kind of went along with it. But I can totally get why you didn't like it. And he goes on to say. Anyways I give this movie three stars. Okay for me. uh, Okay for a one watch sitting. John the Music Man. And that is what we have from the STL Nation. So thank you guys so much for writing in it's always awesome to hear from you guys and uh, if you want to write in it's sweepdelaypodcast@yahoo.com. Uh, if you want to follow on twitter it's uh, stl podcast and then you can also find the twitter link on the facebook page and uh so yeah that's what we got for emails. so let's go ahead and get into the music spotlight
0: here comes the ready and now here comes the boys from the
1: All right, music spotlight time. All right, this week I got two of them for you. The uh, reason why is one of them goes along with the movie uh, because, I mean, Will Smith's son uh, and Will Smith is the producer. I got to go with just the two of us where Will Smith is singing uh, you know, to, to Jaden when he was just a young kid. Uh, excellent father and, father and son song. Uh, but the, the first song I'm going to play for you is very special to me. Uh, and the reason why is um, I heard this song. Uh, A couple of uh, a couple months ago um, and the the artist wasn't allowed to release the song, you know, for anybody to buy. So I always heard it on YouTube. I pretty much just played all the time. And I said, man, when this song comes out, it's going to be really, really good. So the uh, the the lyric video came out for this before the release because the song was coming out today. And, uh, you know, I was able to basically take the video and just listen to it nonstop. You know, it, it was flipping awesome. And uh, now since the song is out, the name of the song is called Infected. The lyrics basically go as this. Uh, I feel weak. I feel numb. Had enough of this poison we've injected. Uh, living in this world infected. Uh, out, let me out. Tell me how. We all got disconnected. Sick of living in this world infected. Uh, You probably heard this before on a couple episodes ago I played it during the break, but uh, the reason why this song is so awesome is a couple different things. It's got a perfect formula for me. One, it's got a catchy chorus. uh, It's got excellent lyrics. It's got a guitar solo. And uh, I actually put a challenge up that come by the end of the year when Andrew and I do the top 10 music and movies of the year, I can pretty much guarantee that this will be my number one song. I don't see any other song that will kill that will take this off the chart for me. Now, Skill—it's going to be releasing a new album, and unless they can pull a song that's going to be better than "Monster," I don't see them taking this song down for me. And here's the thing: with the with the school shooting that happened yesterday in Ohio, uh, this song really means a lot now because of the fact of uh, this song is just so talking about how. Uh, we're living in such a an infected world, and uh, you know we we gotta stop treating people like crap. You know the golden rule: treat people like you want to be treated. You know it, the, nothing's gonna change. These school shootings are not gonna stop until we all decide to stop picking on one another and stop bullying people. Uh, I mean, granted, uh, the song isn't about bullying, but it's just about being in a in a world that's so infected with just this just hatred and, and just everything else. It's it just sucks. And, uh, and after this song came out today officially and, and with the school shooting that happened yesterday, this song just means that much more to me uh, of how – of how such a, a cry out song this is. So, in um, this song, uh, you can pick it up today. It's on iTunes. It's by 12 Stones Infected. Uh, the song originally came out on the charts at 131 and it is already number 53 on the iTunes charts and it's not even 24 hours old. So, that's the first song I got for you. It's 12 Stones Infected. Go pick up this song today. Uh, I guarantee. Uh, if you did listen to the the Double feature episode. Uh, you'll probably uh recognize this song, but it's gonna sound a little bit better because this is the real uh you know MP3 version and then after that I'll have the Will Smith song to Jaden, just the two of us. So that's what I got for you guys on the music spotlight. And again, thank you as always for checking out the show. Love you guys. Uh, you know, the YouTube channel, um, Andrew's going to be posting some new videos up, so be on the lookout for that. He's going to do some reactions to the Smallville uh, Season 11, and uh, hopefully I can get some new videos out there as well. So next week, make sure you email in on uh, just any anything you could, anything you want to say about wrestling. It doesn't have to be WrestleMania, but it's going to be fun. And even if you don't really care about wrestling, it'll still be fun just talking to Ty because We're definitely probably going to talk about other crap besides wrestling. And then I'll have the tribute uh, episode. And then don't forget to vote tomorrow. I'll put uh, a link out to you guys letting you know when that's ready for you to go vote on what your favorite spotlight song has been uh, for the past 50 episodes or the past 49 episodes. So that's it, guys. This is your host with the most, Mike MacMasunas, signing out. Take care. Masunas out.
2: Doctor placed you in my arms. I knew I'd meet death for I let you meet harm. Although questions arose in my mind would I be man enough against wrong? Choose right and be standing up from the hospital that first night. Took an hour just to get car seat in right people driving off fast got me kind of upset got you home safe placed you in your bassinet that night i don't think one wink i slept as i slipped out my bed to your crib my crap touch your head gently felt my heart melt because i knew i loved you more than life itself into my knees and i begged the lord please let me be a good daddy all he needs love knowledge discipline too i pledge my life to you just of us. Just Just me and you. Just me and you.
0: Just the two of us. (laughs) Just the two of us. Building castles in the sky. Just the two of us.
2: You and I. Five years old, bringing comedy. Every time I look at you, I think, man, a little me. Just like me, wait and see, gonna be tall makes me laugh cause you got your dad's ears and all. Sometimes I wonder what you gonna be, a general, a doctor, maybe a MC. I wanna kiss you all the time, but I will test that butt when you cut out a line. True that, uh uh uh, why you do that? I try to be a tough dad, but you be making me laugh, crazy joy. When I see the eyes of my baby boy, I pledge to you, I will always do everything I can, show you how to be a man, dignity, integrity. Honor and I don't mind if you lose long as you came with it, and you can cry, ain't no shame in it. It didn't work out with me and your mom, but your push come to shove. You was conceived in love. So, if the world attacks and you slide off track, remember one fact I got your back. We can make it if we try, just me and you, just me and you, against the world. support time job to be a good dad you got so much more stuff than i had i gotta study just to keep with the changing times 101 dalmatians on your cd rhyme cd i'm trying to pretend i know on my pc where that cd go but yo ain't nothing promise one day i'll be gone feel the strife but trust life does go on but just in case it's my place to impart one day some girl's gonna break your heart and ooh, ain't no pain like from the opposite sex gonna hurt bad but don't take it out on the next Done. Throughout life people will make you mad Disrespect you and treat you bad Let God deal with the things they do Cause hate in your heart will consume you too Always tell the truth Say your prayers, hold doors, pull out chairs Easy on the swears. you are live and prove that dreams come true I love you and I'm here for you
0: uh. Just the
2: two of us We can make it if we try Just, just me and you, just me and you Taking the world
0: the two of
2: us Building castles uh, uh,
0: uh. in the sky Just the two
2: of uh, us uh, It went go Can't hold us down Just, Just the two of uh. us Hold my hand, hold my hand Me and you. I'm Uh.
0: always here for you.
2: Look over your shoulder, I'll be there.
0: Whatever you need, just call on me.
2: We gon' rise, we gon'
0: shine. (laughs) (laughs) You and I. True
2: that, true that. Just the two. For uh. <laughs> the rest of your life.
0: a <laughs> really good song. How much am I getting paid for this dad?